All Charisma, No Int is a sexy, violent podcast for a mature audience. You can find the content warnings in our episode description. Is this uh, blood completely dry? No. Okay, well, that's concerning. Um, Two crouches down, puts his gloved hand in the blood, (laughs) checks the yes box with with the blood. Um, and hands <laughs> River the note back. Do you find yourself separated from your hand, tail, or other appendage due to an adventuring-related mishap? Have you located a misplaced horn, foot, or pseudopod while ruin delving? If this sounds like you, then you're in luck. The Helping Hand Limb Reunification Specialist may be able to serve you. Our office specializes in the collection, preservation, and return of adventurer parts to their rightful owners. Here at The Hand, we're a family-owned business, serving the greater Aravista area for over three generations. Our experienced staff includes a dedicated team of adhesive experts and several licensed healers. Many of us are former adventurers ourselves, so you can trust that you're in good hands. So how does it work? Bring us any lost parts you find and we'll pay you. Or open a case with us and we'll use our extensive network to locate what you're missing. Once we've recovered your parts, we'll bill you based on the dangers involved. We pride ourselves on our fair pricing. And the best part is, you only pay if we can make you whole again. Our other exciting services include loner limbs, head separation counseling, and long distance shipping services. Don't forget to ask about our group packages. So come on down to The Helping Hand, your lost limb connection. Welcome to All Charisma, No End, a D&D podcast for halfling homewreckers hiding from hot-headed husbands. (laughs) <laughs> I am your DM and seasonal pirate, Anna Abara. This is a podcast where three questionably competent adventurers navigate a world of magic, mystery, and winter wonderlands while trying to survive the everyday trials of life. And playing those adventurers today are... Hey there, I'm Eric, and I play the warlock named René Julian Vincenzo LeBlanc. René will occasionally check to see if two has been keeping up with washing their laundry... It's his way of doing a mental health check-in. He also does this with River, but for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a mental health check-in on two? Yeah, you know, like, just, like, to check if they're behind on their laundry, if it's piling up. You know, it's like a, how are they doing? And he gauges this with laundry. Yeah, I mean, two doesn't like to talk about their problems, so that's that's how he does it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Does does two have other clothes, or do they wear all their clothes? Oh fuck me! This is like a Q and A. They I they probably have like multiple bodysuits, like the underneath, but then uh, the rest is probably all of their clothes. To answer the other question, River has prestidigitation, so that's fine. Nah, that's true. Damn spellcasters. Hey, I'm Lex, and I play two. It was some time ago now, but two picked up the violin and tried his hand at it. 
And that's the story of how they got kicked out of their first apartment in Aravista. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. How bad was it? Surreal. Uh, well, they don't have a violin anymore. <laughs> I mean, my understanding is it's extremely hard to learn the violin, and it's probably not pleasant for that learning process. Not one bit. But was it was it the the vile sound of the instrument, or was it that they like threw it through a window out of frustration and like the <laughs> landlord kicked them out? Uh, the first one, they are tone deaf. Okay, well that checks out. Yeah, <laughs> tone deaf and have no taste, but they think they do. So oh, that's boy. that's that's where it gets fun. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm Kyle Sweeney, and I play River of Stars, a stupid hot bardlock. If you have any questions of a sexual nature, he's happy to answer them for you. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> Maybe we don't encourage that behavior. So what you're saying is edging is just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my I, we God. Can, let's, let's just edit that When out. I say you, <laughs> I don't mean you, you guys specifically. <laughs> <laughs> no one here has to ask any questions. <laughs> I I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I assumed that extended to our listeners. Yeah, that's Oh god. I mean, that's uh that's what finding the crits for. Send in your questions. Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> uh yeah, ask all of the questions. River <laughs> will answer them for you in character on finding the crit. Yep. Yeah. All you have to do is join our Patreon. Yep. Every sexual question no matter the volume. Yep, he'll official, answer. Official guarantee. Oh, boy. Um. All right. We actually have an announcement today, y'all. Woo! I'm excited. I don't know what the... I do not know what the announcement is. You should. <laughs> you do. Because you, Lexi, <laughs> are going to be at MCM... <laughs> I forgot the weekend. Oh, um... I can't believe I didn't realize that was it. Uh, it's uh, It runs on the 27th of October until the 29th. It's MCM London. Perfect. So if you are in England and you are planning to go to MCM in October, you can actually say hi to one of us in person. And we're also planning on having like a few little things um, that you can pick up as well, like stickers. Uh, yeah, as we get closer, we'll probably have more details, but just look forward to that. Mark it on your calendars. And please be nice. Please be nice. <laughs> yeah, please be nice. That's a requirement. That's 100% a requirement. <laughs> be nice to Don't me. do anything dodgy. Respect your fellow human beings. Yeah, Just don't be yeah. a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, baseline humanity, people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, as always, want to thank our fans for continuing to listen to the podcast. If you like what you hear, you can go ahead and like, follow, share, leave a five-star review. It always helps. Uh, and... So go ahead and go out there, uh, go to an old, old folks nursing home. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and, you know, tur turn some old people on. Um, oh God. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Get some old people <laughs> interested 
in <laughs> D&D, but specifically our podcast. <laughs> Please don't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but also, want to give a shout out to our hero patron, Carol. Thank you, Carol, for continuing to support us. If you would also like to support us on Patreon, uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash allconoent. This all helps us to be able to get better equipment, be able to put out more content in the future. Every little bit helps. So... Without further ado, let's dive into the world of Ruined. So, Renee, you have taken the ring off the pinky and thrown the hand on the floor. (laughs) Hey, what's up with that gross hand? Oh, yes. This was the greenback. It it spatted up and there was this ring on it. He'll take out the ring and hand it to River. Uh, Be careful. It's got a little bit of uh, viscera or whatever you call it. River casts prestidigitation on it. <laughs> Gross. Why'd you rip the pinky off? Oh, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> River, I was trying to get the ring off. Oh. Yeah, I think it's uh somewhere around here. And he'll uh he'll just he'll just like kick it with his boot. <laughs> sure. <laughs> hey two, check out this gross hand. Yeah, so two at first was making their way away from you guys. But seeing Renee toss this hand back to this pile of this wolf pile, they kind of curse under their breath and turn back around, walk back over, and they're going to kneel down next to the pile of wolf and look at the hand And try to determine if it came from a living person or not. Like if the hand was severed while the person was still alive or if it was kind of, um, I can't remember the the medical way of telling, but there's a way to tell the difference between like if the blood was still like flowing or not. Sure. Um, Make me a medicine check. Fuck yeah. It is a 17 total. Yeah, no, this uh, this hand was definitely attached to a live person. And it's not badly decomposed, correct? It's, it's definitely partially digested. Mm, but it's been inside of a greenback, and it's not terribly digested. Just partially. It's it's partially digested, so you can you can still tell like it's a humanoid hand. It's still got you know meat on it. You can make out 
some of the details of it. Okay. So unlike Renee, Two isn't ashamed of, uh, afraid of this hand. They, once they determine that it came from a living person, they pick it up, they turn it over, they kind of examine it closer, and they say, unless these came from far away, this person is likely still alive somewhere. Somewhere close. You think the greenback just bit his hand off? Well, he was alive when it did. Perhaps, well, it's hard to speculate, but... And I think he uncharacteristically rips off some of the fabric attached to his uh, cloak to wrap the hand in. There's nothing he can really do to save this, especially since Renee has taken the pinky finger off, but... It would be good to at least, um, you know, keep it for reference. At least if they find a body, if they don't find a body, you know, he's not going to keep this hand. Although these guys might not know that. And then they'll actually put that in their own backpack. Okay. I can't wait till we find the person this hand belongs to. (laughs) Who's like, here's your gross (laughs) fucked up hand. (laughs) Well, they could be dead. That's true. It wasn't until River said that that she was like, yeah, I mean, he was alive when he lost it, but maybe he died <laughs> straight away after. But River's just like absentmindedly like rubbing his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chu's uh, going to very confidently stand up and turn around and look at you, River. And also slightly uncharacteristically point towards the middle of the room. The orb is here, right? Yes. And say, look, it's an orb. Yeah, but we can't keep it. But we need it. You should pick it up. (laughs) Uh, At the instruction, he will go pick it up. Good. And then two's gonna try to get far away enough and then cast mending on themselves what what did two look like when he came over pretty beat up two i mean yeah i i I would say he's probably pretty beat up he's dripping blood doesn't look great he's been chomped out a few times torn clothing so two's going over here and (laughs) (laughs) two's gonna spending on themselves <laughs> okay so while you were over here by us though <laughs> would uh-huh. we have noticed <laughs> torn clothing <laughs> yes yes anything interesting revealed to us i don't know how perceptive were you being you can make a perception check if you would like river <laughs> i don't think river is like super nosy in that way I think he would be looking at the wounds, though. So I'll do a, uh, I'll do a perception. Eight. <laughs> mm He looks like a lot of the other clerics looked bloody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only river. <laughs> I mean, you can also make a check. 
perception. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost. It's a sixteen total. Yeah, two looks uh, kind of fucked up. Like he should maybe use the powers that their god has blessed them with, and I don't know, use a fucking heal spell for once. <laughs> Hey, too, uh, you don't look so good. Are you sure you're okay? Maybe you should, uh, use those, uh, fancy powers of yours, or... I think I have a healing potion in here somewhere. Goes rummaging through his bag. Yeah, two would turn around when you say that. And they are currently a good 50 feet away from you, across the room. But they remain in place... And they hold out their hand, <laughs> expecting you to make the journey to them, to give them a potion. Goddamn, this has to be like the worst cleric in history. <laughs> <laughs> You're injured. Here, let me, uh, he's going to make his way over there. They still have their injured arm, like, kind of close to their chest. So their other hand is extended to you. Okay, well, this is the perfect opportunity to get a lot closer, so... <laughs> Renee's going to bop on over there happily, and uh, I think he's going to take a little too long to fish that potion out of his bag. But he finds it eventually, and he just hands it over and just smiles. It, d- does he get the sense that too, like, is acting weird in any way? Like, I mean, does he, does he get the sense that he needs personal space or, or what? Make an insight check. Oh, boy. <laughs> My God. My heart is racing. <laughs> 11 total. Two. It's pretty obvious that two is... You know that two isn't uh, afraid of blood, isn't afraid of pain, doesn't like shy away from like being injured. So it is a bit peculiar that they are very specifically... Sorry, very purposely kind of like tilting their arm in a way that kind of pushes the wound against their chest. You sure you're going to be all right? Is it still attached? He kind of looks at the arm, like, wincing as he looks. They flex their wrist a little to show you that everything is completely attached. Okay. Well, we need you in in good shape. So, here you go. And he'll just Walk back over to River. <laughs> Do we have the gifting function? Yes, I will give it to you. Thank you. Because I've started to realize that I'm an idiot because I don't actually carry any healing potions on any character. Or any healing spells. I have healing spells. Yeah, uh, so you say. <laughs> <laughs> I have healing spells. <laughs> so I've heard. Yeah, I don't know if you have any spells at this point. <laughs> God damn. I am out. I'm all. <laughs> I have one third level, one two level left, second level, and two first levels. So I've used spells. I'm trying to reserve them. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm joking. <laughs> so mean to me. I know you've got a word of radiance or whatever that's called. <laughs> um. Do I? It's a good... Yeah, I have 
I have healing spells. I have I have a couple. Okay, well they're gonna down that. And then they're gonna mend their sleeve. Hey River, why why do you think two care so much about their clothes? I understand wanting to be, you know, fashionable and whatsoever, but why couldn't they just like bring an extra pair of clothes or something? I don't know. Some people are like ashamed. But I don't know, he doesn't really seem like the doesn't seem like the kind to be ashamed of stuff. No, I, I don't think so. I th- I think you're right. It's just uh seems to care more about the clothes than than himself sometimes, you know? You also care a lot about clothes. Well, I, but, you know, if I rip my coat or something, I can always just, uh, you know, make a new one or swap it out for a different one. I mean, the hat has sentimental value, but even that, you know, can be fixed. You know I am right here. <laughs> I can hear everything you're saying. <laughs> Much easier to just not wear clothes, you know? That's certainly one school of philosophy. They're just going to very casually say, you know, Lene, there are answers that River will River would not have, but I would. I, I assume as they're walking. <laughs> yes. All right. So you guys begin to head north from the platform. There is this open hallway and as you head through the archway, you can see most likely where the greenbacks had gotten in from. There is a collapsed wall, and you can see uh, where there is a tunnel that just seems to go pretty far back. And most likely they had tunneled in through there and taken advantage of where the wall had collapsed. And to your to your right, there is a door. Do you do anything with a door? Do you stare at it? <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, two was saying these things as they walked upwards. And um, as they finished saying what they said, they come like face to face with the door and just naturally start walking towards it. Okay. They are going to try the handle like they do with everything else, and it opens. Yay. And as the door opens and you step inside, uh, you step down the two steps into the room, and like similar rooms before it, there is a design of vines that wrap around the room, and like the larger winter room, these vines are brown, like you might expect uh, dying vines to be in winter. And in the corners are these large black flowers. And at the center of the room are these runes in a circle. A river will hold the orb out and just walk towards the runes. And as you get closer to the runes, the orb slips from your fingers and drifts towards the runes, heading into the floor, and as it does so, the runes light up. Two 
watches the runes light up, recognizing the the pattern of find orb, put orb in runes, runes light up, something happens in other room. Kind of just like walks breezily through the room, just checking that it's the same as usual. Takes a quick glance, sees the other door, and basically just makes their way straight towards it and opens it, finding themselves back in the same room as before. <laughs> <laughs> With the where they just slaughtered a bunch of stuff. Um, yes, when you open the door, it leads back into the winter room. Uh, essentially, the three of you making a horseshoe. Uh, well, should we go back the way we came? Maybe that big room does something now. Um, two clearly seems to be in agreement, and he'll start to make his way. Uh, anyway, two, uh, yeah, you were saying that, uh, well, I, I couldn't help but observe that you seem to be so concerned with your clothing. You know, you sustained so much damage. Well, the first thing you do is mend your clothes. I couldn't help but notice. M maybe we could get you some sturdier clothes, or... Uh, these are quite sturdy. I have three layers. You guys wind your way back through the hallways the way that you had come before, finding that there was no other way forward. And as you... Make your way back through the trophy room and open the door back into the large central room. You do notice uh, that some things have changed. First, you notice that the set of runes and the sigil that was blue on the ground next to the winter mural has now lit up blue, uh, similar to how the other seasons have, but as you walk further into the room, you also notice at the center of the room that the sigil in the center has also now begun to glow. And so that whole sigil has lit up, and what had appeared to be an approximation of moons, the cycle of the moons, has begun spinning. And Whoa. at the sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and at the very center there appears to be a a wider glow, this multicolored glow of pink and green and blue and orange and purple over what you would assume to be the planet. Whoa, that's sick. You guys seeing this? Uh, River, don't, don't get too close. We don't know what this is yet. Do you know what this is? <laughs> Who are you asking? <laughs> River, the room. <laughs> Anyone? Renee's <laughs> just like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> I think River just looks at you and goes, it's magic. Okay, yes. 
Two definitely looks a little mesmerized by it, but in true two fashion, walks straight into it. Uh, that's what you're doing? Straight to okay. the edge of it. <laughs> <laughs> the edge. Didn't cross the edge. <laughs> okay. You didn't cross the edge. Did I'll, not cross the edge. I'll believe that that's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is nothing, does nothing happen? If you walk right up to the edge and don't walk into it, nothing happens. <laughs> okay, two is going to take the hand out of his backpack and toss it into the middle. Oh, that's what that was for. The hand disappears. Okay, two walks into the middle. <laughs> okay. So you two watch as two steps into this swirling dome of colorful light and just disappear. And Kyle and Eric, can you go ahead and close your ears? <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Lexi. <laughs> you two steps through this portal and they step into a scene of complete carnage. They stand in this circular room. Along the walls of the circular room, are eight statues, and they alternate. There's a statue of what appears to be a knight, and then a statue of what looks like an elven mage. The knight is in a full suit of armor, covered from head to toe, even the helmet um, with a visor down so you can make out no features whatsoever. The shield held aloft in front of them like they're in a defensive pose. The entire statue carved out of the white marble similar to the statues that you all saw earlier uh, in the hallway of the statues that were pointing at one another. And similarly, the statue of the mage is also marble, standing there in robes, its long hair cascading down its back. Androgynous, this mage does have a facial features, though no one that you would recognize you could almost say just a generic elven person and held aloft before them is a staff and on top of the staff is some sort of globe and those statues um, just alternate so knight mage knight and then there's a door that breaks it up and then mage another door breaks them up and then knight mage knight mage and then another door. There is, like a lot of the other rooms that you've been in, art on the floor. Uh, there's a circle in the center, and then there's this golden 
pattern with swirling leaves and other decoration. Nothing that seems, at least to you, of any sort of significance. Something you would think to yourself, oh, this must be some sort of elven design, but nothing you could specifically place. But in the center of that are more of these runes that you've been seeing throughout the dungeon. And then some sort of brassiere with what looks like a fire that might be going within it, only the flames are not red and orange and yellow hues. It seems to be shades of purple coming up from the coals. But beyond all of that, what really stands out the moment you have been teleported into the room is the blood. All the blood everywhere. And the bodies. <laughs> from what you can tell, there are two and a half bodies strewn about the room, two full persons, and what looks like a partial person, and what appears to be from across the room the outline of what may have been a person, and the smoldering smoke and remnants of some flame, suggesting that perhaps a spell of some sort may have been used bloody footprints and handprints and smudges pools of blood everywhere it is a nightmare it is a nightmare nothing uh two has not seen before but certainly nothing that he wants to see again and at your feet the hand that you had tossed in previously <laughs> so when i get teleported in does it feel, is it, is it as, as though I've been pulled through this door, or do I just, like, land here? Uh, it feels like you've just landed here. Okay. That's immediately what you see, like, your initial impression within, like, the first 10-15 seconds. So, any thoughts within those first, we'll say within the first 20 seconds before I check in with them yes the very first thing while scanning the room that two is going to look at is can just by looking at these bodies since there's not many can he account for all of the hands that belong to these people it's hard to say because you can tell that there is a body that has been torn apart yes and there is a body that looks like it has been burned away yes so the the two full bodies look like they both have their hands what you can't say is do the two arms that you see belong to the body that has been completely dismembered mm -hmm. did the person that was turned into ash Mm -hmm. were they missing a hand? So you can't tell 100%. And with the amount of blood in here, is there just a completely, entirely missing person mm. as well? Yeah. 
I, I have many, many thoughts, but obviously you need to check in with the others. So I'll, yeah, I'll hold. So I'll leave you to ruminate and you go ahead and close your ears. <laughs> this is really interesting. I've never done this before. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. Okay. The two of you, after seeing two disappear, what do you do? Um, I think River gives Renee a look. <laughs> the look. Ugh. Look, I'm sorry, River. I know I know you like this one. I know we both did. I really thought this was I thought this was gonna be the one. <sighs> they just they just keep dying. Well, maybe uh maybe there's some peaceful afterlife awaiting those who uh worship whoever Well, we didn't even we didn't even we didn't even find out who they worship. This is on us. I feel like this one's on us. Wait, why do you think they why do you think they built this place to have like a portal to the afterlife? Hmm. Hey, you know that maybe they just maybe they just want somewhere else, you know? Yeah, that's actually Yeah, uh, actually that seems far more likely. Um hmm. Uh, I hope it's not a dangerous place though. Oh, I tell you what. He's going to He's going to go in his bag and uh, he's going to pull out his journal uh, that he kind of writes in his little adventure journal. He's going to fan it all the way to the back and rip out one of the pages. And uh, he's got a little pencil tucked in there. So I think he's going to write. I was thinking maybe we could, uh, I don't know, send a letter or something and see uh, if they get it. Maybe they can send it back through if they're okay. What if it's like one way? Um, well, uh, we would, uh, well, I don't have any other ideas. Okay, well, send, send the letter through and then we'll, we'll wait like five minutes. Uh, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Um, uh, what should I write? Uh, say, um, dear two. Huh? Okay. I hope I hope you're not dead. If you're not dead, check yes. If you are dead, check no. And send it back through. Okay. Uh dear two, I hope this letter finds you well. Ah, there's no time for this. Uh, uh if you are okay, please check the yes box and Send the letter back. Uh, if you're not okay, check the no box or do not send the letter at all. Uh, we will be waiting. He flips the page over <laughs> for your reply for approximately five minutes. Sincerely, Rene Julian Vincento LeBlanc and River of Stars. And gonna fold fold okay. the letter up into a paper bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool! 
not a very good one. I mean, he is trying to do it somewhat fast, but whatever the equivalent of a paper airship would be. <laughs> okay, so you're taking the time to like do origami. Well, he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> fold it up into like a shape where he can like throw it in there, basically, like like to where it's not just like a piece of, you know, just flat paper. So he'll just fold it a couple times. Okay. Can I? Can I interject something? Okay. Seeing the seeing whatever you're folding it into, River would be like, "Oh, that's cool. Can I see it?" Uh, sure. Here you go. Wow, that's really cool. All right, well, I'll go give it to him, and then he'll walk in. What? No. Oh, <laughs> River, I. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Renee, or Eric. <laughs> Can you close your ears? <laughs> Is this really necessary? <laughs> I mean, yes. For the fun of it, absolutely. Let's do this. Let's fucking do this in three <laughs> stages. Perfect. All right. I'm gone. Okay. Um. All right. So before we jump into this, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Okay. <laughs> and... We will be back. Howdy, adventurers. Is getting Grandma's cat off the roof leaving you lacking? Saving Gilly from the Goblin Gang not scratching that itch? Wishing you had something just a little extra? Well, come on down to patreon.com slash allkinoint or we're cooking up a little something extra. Let me tell you about the Initiate Slider tier for $2 a month. Why is it called that? More importantly, what do you get? Ever hear a Discord? Well, we have one, and if you become a patron, you'll get access to community, meet and greets with all of us. You'll be the first to get news and announcements about the show and other special events. And introducing the Yak Zone. I didn't run that by anyone, but I'm going to make it happen. There's going to be a place in the Discord called the Yak Zone. Patreon members also get early access to episodes. Imagine waking up Monday morning and finding fresh ruined elves right there in your podcast app. That's two days earlier than you'd get it otherwise. And it only costs you two bucks. So join us at the Initiate Slider tier and come say howdy, partner. I'll be waiting for you in the Yak Zone. And if that wasn't enough for you, we got plenty more in the Adventurers Club tier for $5 a month. It's got everything from the previous tier, plus more than you can shake your shooting iron at. First and foremost, you'll get access to the monthly after-show podcast we like to call Finding the Crit, where we answer listener questions and talk about the game nearly every which way you can imagine. Now you might be saying, how can a person such as myself submit my own questions for the cast to ruminate on? Well, partner, Adventurers Club patrons can do just that, as well as submitting their own ideas for NPC names and homebrew items. Additionally, you'll get access to patron-only exclusive art so nice it'll soothe even the worst case of saddle burn. And, most importantly, you'll get all episodes ad-free, which means you won't have to listen to me anymore. And you can count on that as a prairie promise. Moving on up to the next tier, we have the Heroes Euro, coming in at a satisfying $10 a month. Do you like feeling powerful? Do you want to know that you've made a real difference? Do you want to vote with your cash? 
Your $10 will greatly contribute towards our financial independence. Financial independence leads to creativity and you'll soon see a return on your investment. We'll make more content for you. We already have a lot of great plans and all we lack is the time and resources to work on them. You want upfront rewards though, don't you? That's fine. We totally get it. All of the rewards from previous tiers are yours, but you'll also get your name mentioned in the credits, along with our eternal gratitude. So come on down to patreon.com slash allkanoant and get y'all today. Yeah! And we are back. So, two. While you were processing everything, a couple minutes later, River pops in next to you. River, the second you pop in, you see these statues that are lining the wall in a circular room. The walls are just like they have been throughout this ruin. Uh, the floor is made of white marble. The statues that line the wall, they alternate. They too are made of white marble. One statue is in full armor from head to toe, so you cannot see who it might be within the statue. Visor down and held in front of them is a shield. The other statue is a mage, an androgynous elf with their hair flowing behind them, standing tall in robes, a staff held in front of them with a, some sort of globe set on top of the staff. There are eight of these statues that just alternate the same two statues, so knight, mage, knight, mage, knight, mage, and so on. There is a pattern on the floor, this golden circle, and on the outside of the circle is this nice, like, elven filigree. And at the center is more of those elven runes that you guys have seen throughout. And at the very center of those runes is this brazier and burning within it on top of some coals is this purple fire that is burning. But the more concerning thing is the bodies in the blood <laughs> strewn across. Um, there are bodies, uh, two and a half bodies that you can see. Um, what looks like a singe mark on the floor uh, where a body used to be and bloody footprints roaming across the room, pools of blood, uh, the lower half of a body, uh, arms. It is horrific to witness. Um, just real quick, out of character question, should I be saying this in Foundry or no? <laughs> yes, can you not see it? Oh, did I not pull you over? I'm sorry. <laughs> No, all good. I've, I was theatering of the mind. Okay. Well, here you go. River River pops through and sees two and uh, walks up to them and ha has the, 
the origami letter and is like, oh, hey, too, we were just checking to see if you were alive. Could you? Whoa, what the fuck? Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, origami letter? <laughs> yeah, there's a an or folded origami piece of paper and uh river just kind of hands it over to two yeah two is like about to start looking around but sure he'll take your uh your letter and open it um two you take this letter and open it up and there's writing on both the front and the back and really, uh, it boils down to, hey, are you okay? <laughs> Check yes or no and send it back. <laughs> but front and back. And it is signed in Renee's handwriting, his full name. And then he also wrote River's full name on, on the back. Um, two looks down at this. A blank expression on their face. And then their eyes soften a little bit, but instead of like a smile of funness, it kind of turns from blank to deadpan. Is this uh, blood completely dry? No. Okay, well, that's concerning. Um, two crouches down, puts his hand, gloved hand in the blood. <laughs> Checks the yes box with the, with the blood um, and hands River the note back. For clarification, there, there wasn't an actual box. It was oh. just uh, me yes reducing no. down the long ass oh, uh, paragraph that Renee had written. Uh, that was just the summary because I do not remember everything. <laughs> that Renee actually said because that's how much he actually wrote down. oh my god okay um then after reading it two will follow either the instruction to say yes or just write yes or something indicating yes he's fine and then hand it to River but kind of as he hands it back it, it, he's not too sure what's happening because he suspects River can't take this back River grabs the piece of paper and is like, okay, thanks. I'll go get it back to him. And then he'll like turn around and look for a way back. <laughs> uh, yeah, two's going to grab your um, your arm and then like kind of use it to stand back up. <laughs> um, whatever, there's no way out that I know of yet. Um, I think there's like a, a little bit of panic. Uh, in his face. I'm sure Renee will figure it out and join us soon. Do, do we want to cut back over to Renee? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go check over with him now. Hello? All right. Hello. Hi, Eric. Hi. So, you watch River walk in and disappear into this swirling, colorful uh, dome of light. And after like a minute or two, you know, he doesn't come back. Neither has two. <sighs> okay, Renee. What are we going to do here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 
I mean, I think he'll just he'll just while he's waiting, I guess he'll wait a little while. Uh, he'll just kind of tap his foot and just shake his head, like he's he's pretty upset that River just walked through the thing. Um, uh huh. <sighs> well, I, I can't be a co-owner alone. That would be so boring. All right. Well, he's gonna walk up to the uh, to the line there. And uh, he's going to draw his sword, and he's going to step through the, the the portal. All right. What a big boy. What a, um, a big boy indeed. We're all very brave. I know, so brave. Oh, my God, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and Renee, as you step through the Dome of Light, you are teleported into a room full of chaos. It's a circular room, with marble floors and white walls, with alternating statues of a fully armored knight and an androgynous elven mage along the wall, eight of them um, running across the room. A golden mural on the floor, a circle uh, with elven filigree, and in the center of that circle are familiar runes uh, that you guys have seen throughout the ruins, and a brazier with coals that have a burning purple flame at the center, and strewn about the room are bodies and body parts, and a lot of blood, a copious amount of blood, and bloody footprints. But your friends are there, and they seem to be alive and well. So does he just, like, appear in this room, I guess, from his perspective? Yeah. Yeah, you just teleport uh, into this room from... Your perspective. Okay. I mean, I think his sword is at the ready when he, like, materializes in the room. And he'll see his friends, and he'll have a disappointed look on his face. To River, why didn't you send the letter back? Why didn't you come back and tell me something? I, we, it wouldn't let me back out. Did you try? Yeah. I grabbed the letter that said he was okay, and I tried to come back but there was no door or circle okay river typically you don't hand deliver a letter you let the <sighs> all right i'm i'm just glad you are both okay whoa what happened in here as you were saying the part about you don't typically like <laughs> in other words two two guesses that that means you were trying to get two to come back with the letter um, whether he's right or not, he doesn't know. But you just hear, nice try, old man. Renee's just going to shake his, his fucking head. I mean, what, what, <laughs> what am I going to do with you two? I mean, so you care to explain what happened in this room? I was gone for five seconds and chaos. Well, it wasn't me. Looks at River. 
<laughs> it was like this when I got here. <laughs> Looks a little panicked, like he's being blamed for something he didn't do. Um, two is absolutely going to try to investigate this backpack to see if there are any identification markers or anything. Um, sure. Roll me an investigation check. Because I'm so good at that. Actually, I'm not too bad at that. Wow. <laughs> Nat Ooh. 20, baby. <laughs> Natural 20. Okay. What you have here is a backpack that looks like it is stuffed full to bursting. Um, and as you open it up and start looking through it, it looks like it is full of journals, um, notes, papers, notes on ruins, books on different civilizations, ancient languages, uh, yada yada, something that you imagine maybe a archaeologist might have. And as you continue to search through it, you come to the conclusion that this backpack must belong to one Professor Elric. Um, first of all, can two distinguish um, the books apart or the papers apart by flicking through them? Like the topics and such. Um, you could tell, like, for example, which ones are handwritten journals. Um, like, that's obvious books that have been published um would have like their titles on them so for example like the history of like so and so people like that would have the title on it um because it was published so yeah you would be able to like distinguish certain things okay if there are any texts that aren't necessarily um commonly found in libraries then two would probably slip them into his own backpack are you gonna steal this woman's journals yes okay i mean specifically if the, uh, the ones about um very very specifically like ancient civilizations or ruins oh and like language he isn't going to take, like, research papers or anything. Um, yeah, so there's a published book that's, like, um, Ancient Civilizations of Zeldova. Okay. But then he will stand up, kind of nudge the backpack with his toe, and uh, call over to the others and say, Our missing professor has been here. Uh, Renee's going to look out at the... These are corpses, right? <laughs> On the floor in here? They are corpses, yes. He's going to look out at the corpses and say, uh, Are we sure she's not still here? And I, I guess look at the one closest to him. See if that looks like a professor or not. Sure. I mean, you can just make a perception check if you would like. 
It's a seven total. I mean, it looks like a, looks like a dude with a sword, so mm, probably not. I mean, do professors carry swords? Maybe. No, probably not. Maybe? Nah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She was just going to fall die. Oh, my die. God. Uh, Renee's just going to go follow behind, too, and just see what they're doing, because make sure they don't get too far away. <laughs> you finally put him on a leash? <laughs> yeah, you're on a 10-foot invisible leash right now, so wherever you go, Renee's going to cautiously <laughs> follow behind. <laughs> Try to catch you if he thinks you're going to do anything too dangerous. Is there any writing in here? Any, like, elvish writing? There are the runes on the floor, the magic runes. There looks like there might be some writing on the statues. I would love to read whatever's on this first statue. Okay. So you walk up to the statue... And it looks like it says, we are the Watchers. Um, hey guys, the statue says, we are the Watchers. What do you think that means? Uh, maybe it's referring to the people in the statues. You know, I don't know, River, but it seems like they just really like these same two statues. Because, I mean, it's just the same two people over and over again. Unless they look the same. That's racist. Are they, are they the same two people or are they different? Um, I mean, the, one of them's in armor, so you can't tell if it's the same person or not. But they look, they look the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was a pair of uh, people who just really liked... Uh, how they looked that day, so they had like four statues made. I have I have one more important question. Mm-hmm. These footprints, do they look like the ones from before? Make a uh, perception check. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, 21. Now, River, you're a man who knows feet. <laughs> <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> Again, deja vu here. Uh, yeah, it. Looking at them, it looks like the same arch pattern that was in the other bloody footprints. About the same size. Hey, these feet are the same as the ones from that other room. Uh, so someone's walking around barefoot, just following us, or we're following them. You think you think this was the person who did all of this? Oh, I don't know. I all I know is it's the same feet. Because when we followed the feet before, it led to the center of that room, which is like how the thing activated. Maybe whoever owns these feet knows how to get through this. That's a pretty good idea, River. Maybe we should just uh, retrace their steps. Literally. He's going to come over, stand next to River at the start of the footprints. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you um, 
you guys are gonna follow the footprints. Um, I think I think River will start walking along the footprints. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's gonna follow. You notice that the footprints uh seem to start at the first body that was there in front of where you teleported in at, and it seems to trail northward up. Uh, towards one of the statues past um, past a body part in a large pool of blood and appears to stop at the statue where it looks like maybe they've stopped to take a rest. I think River just starts walking along the the trail. Okay. Maybe, maybe looking a bit nervous, like waiting for something to jump out. So nothing. Renee's to... gonna follow. Clo- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just saying, Renee's following close behind, and he'll he'll just put a, his hand on River's shoulder, let him know, like, you know, he's right behind him. <laughs> okay. So from there, the uh, footprints go east across the room, past the half a torso, and another pool of blood, over to the next statue, which is a mage statue. I think um river looks over it too you you want to come with us um two <laughs> looks over their shoulder at you your path leads this way anyway he is standing kind of where <laughs> the path is going to end uh-huh. um and fully intends to just be here for when you get here yeah river river kind of I think just stares at two while following this path. Is it like a comfort thing? Like, <laughs> I think just making sure that like, I think River River thinks that maybe if people don't follow this path, something bad is going to happen to them. <laughs> but he doesn't <laughs> really want to. He doesn't really want to push to. <laughs> River, we're we're doing the right thing. We're doing important detective work here, River. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and so then, after what looks like um, a stop at this statue, the feet, the footprints abruptly turn and start heading back towards the center of the room and head into the runes themselves and stop at the brazier, where it looks like they've rested both hands on the brazier. Because you see two bloody handprints on the side. River will walk over to it following the path. Now that we're like close up to it, does it look any does it look like there's anything crazy about this brazier? <laughs> so the the structure of it itself is made of a dark stone. And a lot like a lot of other things within this ruin. A lot of care seems to be have been taken to actually put the thing together. Um, so very intricately carved. There is detailing around the brazier itself. And within it, there are coals. But the fire itself is not, it's clearly not a normal fire. It's not the normal shades of 
red, orange, yellow, or even what you might think of uh, with a hotter fire with like blues or whites. Uh, it is a purple, different shades of purple, something you might associate with something more of the arcane variety. There's no smoke coming up from the fire. And uh, as you're standing there close to it, you don't really feel a lot of heat coming off of the fire either. Should we put our hands on it? No, 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 River, don't don't do that. Uh, do you still have the letter? Maybe we don't need it anymore. Toss it in there, see what happens. Two was close enough to hear River ask that, right? Absolutely. <gasps> Two's going to put his hand in it. Oh. In the fire? Like, he's going to hover his hand, like, over the top at first to, like, try to work out if there's really no heat coming from it. Okay. If you hover your hand over the fire, you you don't really feel any heat coming off of it. Can I try to determine what kind of energy it is then? If that makes sense? Sure. I mean, you can roll some sort of... Ar- you can roll an arcana check. Fucking knock on it, Jesus Christ. It's a two. <laughs> no fucking clue. Oh, boy. It's some sort of devil magic. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's your uh, magic. Two is quite comfortable <laughs> with devil magic, so... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to play as two and not as me. Fuck. Oh, it's hard to make decisions as, like, your character. Um, (laughs) Two's going to lower his hand and touch the top. You fucking. Okay. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) Uh, Two, take six celestial damage. What the fuck? God damn. Two curses. Like violently in the language that they speak um, to themselves and yank their hand back. Does it, well, what, I'm wearing, I'm wearing gloves. So like, what's the damage like if it's celestial? Like, so it would burn away (laughs) some of the cloth um, on your glove. And it, Definitely would, like, leave burns on your hand. And you know that it would have done more damage to you were it not for the nature of your being. Yes. Okay. (sighs) After all that work. Okay. Yeah, two yanks the hand back and holds it to their chest. And then says... Don't touch the fire. Renee's oh, gonna. Okay? T- oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, you go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> I no no. You you can go. It's just Renee is outraged. He's very. Angry. <laughs> yeah, River is very concerned. Renee is angry. <laughs> I think Renee takes his hat off and like puts his hands like on his hips. And, like, tilts his head sideways, leaning in a little bit to look to 
directly in the eyes. Two, what did you think was going to happen? Realistically. I mean, do you have no regard for your own life? I mean, I, I know you have this god of yours that you're so fond of. You want to meet them so badly that... You have to remember, we're here on business. You know, we're trying to be professionals here. Have you ever encountered a fire that you thought was suitable to stick your hand into? Two looks back at you quietly the whole time. At first, anger just flashes over their face, but then they kind of slowly begin to soften. Um, but their expression is likely unreadable. Then they look around them and say, none of us know anything about any of these things until we experience them. Is that not our job? Renee is just going to uh, do that thing where you hold either side of the bridge of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> For like a good few minutes. Uh, not a few minutes, but like, I'll say like 20 seconds. <sighs> and then just deep sigh. He's going to put the hat on, back on, and just... I'm sorry I lost my temper, too. It's just... Yes. Of course, we're here to investigate, but... We will be no use to anyone if we aren't all alive. They are going to gesture to River and say, If it had been River who touched it, it would have hurt him more. And well, I think you may have done it if I hadn't. River's like... I would have experienced it by looking at it first, not just by touching it. And then he's going to look at it. <laughs> Can I do an arcana check? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> 18. Okay. Um, River, uh, upon um, further uh, inspecting this... Um, and your knowledge of the arcane, you know that this isn't obviously some run-of-the-mill fire that that you would uh, set up in camp. This is some sort of otherworldly flame. This is celestial in nature, and um, it is not something to be touched. It is harmful. This is like um, some kind of god magic. Uh, you're sure of that? Yeah. Why do you think all the statues are looking at it? Well, didn't you say uh, yourself that they were the, um, <clears throat> how did you put it, the, the watchers? Maybe they're supposed to watch the fire. Hmm. I don't know why. Also, I, I don't know why two said the fire would hurt you more than them. Yeah, I don't either. How come, two? Oh, you've already you've already answered that yourself. I um made differently to you. Well, two, that's not a very nice thing to say. It's not nice. Well, no, I mean we're all different in many different ways. I mean, I have blue skin doesn't mean we're built different. I mean, why would you say that? They kind of, <laughs> like, 
they have like an exasperated look on their face and they, they just shake their head and say, yes, Lenny, you're right. River. Mm-hmm. Make me a perception check. Ooh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You start to feel um, this um, something on your head. It's like a a soft patter. What? And um, it takes you a few seconds to even notice it with an eight. But it, um, it's like a drop on the head. And then again. And then again. And then again. And it's almost like, oh, it might, might be starting to rain. Like fat, heavy raindrops starting to fall from the clouds before a downpour. Yeah, I mean, at the second drop, he would have put his hand onto his head to, like, like what is falling on me. And when you bring your head hand back down to look, there's blood on your hand. <sighs> um, he'll slowly look up. <laughs> All right. And um, when you look up, about 40 feet above you, you see this slender female form floating up above this um, kind of the same light that that you saw from the huntsman coming from the eyes and the mouth and glowing on her scalp like hair. And she's holding in her hand a severed head, and you realize that the blood that's been dripping on your head has been coming from the neck of this head. And she doesn't appear to be looking down at you, but it appears as though she's been softly chanting something this entire time. And that's where we're going to go ahead and leave off for tonight. <laughs> Are you sure, though? Because... <laughs> like... No. All Charisma No Int is a D&D actual play podcast supported by listeners like you. Music for the podcast is courtesy of me, Kyle Sweeney. If you would like to support this podcast and get future episodes ad-free, check us out at patreon.com slash allcanoint, where you can also join our Discord and find additional content like an exclusive post-show podcast, art, and more. Our website is allcanoint.com, and our handles on social media are at allcanoint. New episodes air every Wednesday. If you like our show, please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs>